Welcome to the Rawway Rising Podcast. I'm Mark Harivna, and I've been writing about downtown redevelopment in Rawway for years. Think of this as an audio complement to the blog, so now you can listen to rawwayrising.com. And don't forget to rate the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It will help others find the show. You can also leave a message, ask a question, or just provide some feedback using the message button. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. I only posted once on the blog this past week. It was an update from the planning board meeting in October. The board had approved a 2,300 square foot addition to a warehouse on Walter Street. The four acre property runs from West Lake Avenue near Broad Street and adjacent to Amtrak railroad tracks. Bed Bath and More Inc. plans to use the building for warehousing consumer housewares products. The property last sold in May 2019 for 8.8 million dollars. Four of the five bulk variances requested were pre-existing non-conforming conditions that the last owner enjoyed. The only new variance was for building coverage. A proposed addition would renovate and raise a part of the existing roof from 12 feet to 35 feet and extend an existing wall about 30 feet toward the railroad tracks to match the building setback of about 25 feet. Check out the blog for more details on that story. Last week, I shared the first voice message received at the podcast. It was an inquiry about the city's designated bikeways. Let's have a quick listen to that question, and I'll follow up with the answer on the other end. Hey, so more than a year ago, you reported that the city council had approved bike lanes in Rahway, um, and we've yet to see them. So what's the status of them? Will we see them someday? Um, love, love to hear your answer on that. Thank you. And according to the mayor's office, since Elizabethtown Gas Company has been working on major system upgrades, the city has held off on the roadway shadows, which are symbols and striping for the bikeway network along with signage. Once that work is complete and or the routes can be safely connected, the original plan can get back on track. It's important to clarify, these will not be designated bike lanes, but more like bike shadows. A shadow is not a bike lane in that it doesn't create space reserved for bicycles. Instead, as bicycling.com explains, a sharrow is a pavement marking for streets that are too narrow for traditional bike lanes. Sharrows are meant to be used in situations where cyclists and drivers have to coexist in the same lane. They, the sharrows indicate that the road is a preferred bicycle route and drivers should be prepared to share the road with cyclists. So there will just be uh, markings in the middle of the street, not necessarily a designated lane. City Council approved about three and a half miles of these bikeways in March 2019. You can find a complete list of streets and a map where the striping and uh, bike, designated bikeways are planned in the blog post that I'll link in the uh, story notes to this podcast. But thanks again for the question. If you have a question, comment, or feedback of any kind, I'll leave a message at the link included in the story notes. Looking ahead this week, City Council is scheduled to meet uh, Monday night at 7 for its monthly combined pre-conference and regular meetings. They'll meet via Zoom. Also, the Redevelopment Agency will meet via Zoom on Wednesday at 5.30 for its monthly meeting, which was rescheduled from November 4th. There are expected presentations on two proposed projects, Bridgeview on Essex and Monroe Streets 
and also the former St. Mark's Church and adjacent lots, which are part of the Arts District Redevelopment Plan. The board also is likely to vote on a new redevelopment agreement for the Brownstones. You can find more details on any of those items on the blog, mainly from uh, the early October posts. Also this week, keep an eye out for a new blog post on Tuesday morning about 2019 crime rates. A little teaser, crime was down last year. I'm looking to bring back a feature that we used to do pretty regularly on the blog. I'm looking for suggestions for a reader poll coming up on the blog. I used to do them pretty regularly, but it's tailed off in recent years. We used to have all kinds of polls every few weeks from uh, favorite food, like favorite restaurant, favorite bar, favorite pizza place, those kinds of staples. We also have done uh, favorite park and things like that. Um, and also what kinds of stores would you like to see in town? And those were always uh, fun in getting some uh, reader feedback and interaction. So let me know if you have any questions or what you think about uh, a future uh, blog poll. Trying another feature on the podcast, a flashback back to 2013. We'll look at an old blog post and uh, right about this time of year in November of 2013, 19 townhouses in the Essex Street area went into foreclosure and were bought up by a developer for $2 million with a plan to turn those into rentals. The original developer, Diversified Communities, had built 86 townhomes around Essex Street, Genefee's Lane, and Barnhard Lane, uh, a few blocks of new developments back in 2006, 2007, right in the middle of the housing boom. They sold, most of those sold for about dollars to $500,000, but then the remaining units uh, after 2009 and the uh, housing market collapse, the unsold units went into a sheriff sale in 2012. And back in 2013, the, the remaining 19 townhomes were uh, bought up by a developer and turned into rentals. So there's your flashback for this week's episode. Thanks for listening to another episode. Remember to rate the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave a message, ask a question, or just let me know what you think by using the voice message button. And if you find RobbieRison.com valuable, please support the podcast through Anchor FM, Patreon, or check out the advertising page on RobbieRison.com. We'll see you next time.